0: What do you think is the biggest stereotype about being a
1: white foreigner in Indonesia?
2: So, well, you, you have lots of money. That could be it. Mm. Oh yeah, Bule has money. Uh, you're well educated. Uh, that's maybe another stereotype.
0: I remember back in high school, there was, uh, one of the white kids in my English class and I remember, mm. um, he was talking about how people don't understand that every privilege has a time and place where uh-huh. they apply and that like, they don't apply. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, I remember this one white kid back in English class. He was talking about how, you know, it's really not always that nice to be a white person in Indonesia either because of the stereotype that you were mentioning that, oh, Mm. every single white person is just fucking loaded. And so he was saying about how sometimes with white people over here, y'all get scammed by the locals. Y'all got charged more by the locals. Oh,
1: yeah. Does that, has that ever happened
2: to you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, I try to dumb it down by using Bahasa. As like, oh, mm. I, I know how to speak your language. Basically, don't mm. don't rip me off. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm I'm well aware when I'm with my wife. My wife will say, uh, I'll do the talking here, Damien. You shut up. Yeah. You just stand there with a mask on and a hat. You, they might think you're local." And so I don't get uh, boule mm. priced. We do that everywhere we go. Uh huh. She goes, Damien. I'm going to get the local price here. Just just shout up, and I can get away with it with brown skin. Uh huh. See, this is the thing. I'm a boule, right. But I'm a brown skin boule,
1: right? Right. So
2: I got like the best and worst of both worlds. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, but okay, I- I'll be so fucking for it. Like even with a mask, and I can tell you're white. <laughs> I mean, I, like I, I'm sorry, like yeah. they're just dumb, like they you you cannot fool them.
2: I know, I know. It's the mannerisms, it's the look, it's the. Well, also the, your
0: the, height, you're fucking tall.
2: Well, I'm I'm not even that tall. I'm I'm very yeah. average height in the Western world.
0: Well, yeah, but you're not in the Western world over here.
2: True, maybe I'm just above average. Yeah, I'm
1: above average.
0: Yeah, no, over here like per local standards, and also just like the eyes, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like even yeah, with the yeah. mask, like we can see your eyes. Like it's definitely not local. Yeah. So oh but that's interesting i mean
2: yeah i i try to get local price as much as i can but mm-hmm. no one ever speaks to me in bahasa they know i'm a blue. they they go english always and this is the way mm-hmm. it's always been in thailand when i lived there yeah yeah you know i'd be trying to speak thai trying to get away as a thai then you're not thai <laughs>
1: uh-huh right how do
0: you i guess i've always wanted to get your perspective because like with me i guess like you know Technically, I'm a local, right? Uh, and, like, uh, I speak Indonesian fluently and everything. And obviously, like, when people... Actually, I used to get that when uh, I was, I guess, like, back in high school or, like, when I first moved back here from America and, like, people uh, would speak to me in English. But then uh, now, because, like, I, I think I've gotten, like, a lot better at it. Uh, and so, like, they would, like, just, yeah, talk to me in Indonesian. Uh, but I've always wanted to get... Well, but definitely with you, they're speaking in English all the time, pretty uh, much, right? Uh, 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 and I, I hear a lot from my um my expat friends Which also for all the people like tuning in, if you're not familiar with the term expat, because apparently it's really not that common of a vernacular.
2: uh, The the word expat. Yeah,
0: the word expat. But uh, people always be asking me, like, what's an expat? An expat, Mm. when you think about it, it just means immigrant. Like, y'all are immigrants. But for some reason, Mm. like, the word expat only applies when you're white.
2: Yeah, I've read a lot of things about that use of the word. And I've watched a lot of videos. And I think there's a distinct difference somehow.
0: I think it's contingent upon you coming here yeah. for work.
2: Yeah, you're, you're choosing to come here to no, to I, make really? a living. Like, for example, the Singapore expat is someone who's been almost invited to uh, come
1: over. Oh. In
2: many ways. Often one would get a job from Britain and get a job in a school or a bank.
0: Right. But there's basically like a company that's overseeing your... Yeah, your travel to that company. Like yeah, you, you I'm see.
2: not saying it's always the case, yeah. but when I think think of a difference between what an immigrant and an expat could be, mm-hmm. an immigrant is someone who's moving for economic advantage, right? Yeah. Whereas, let's say someone moving to Singapore as an expat would like I've I've been a, given an opportunity in Singapore for two right. years.
0: Right. Yeah, that's Slowly
1: why slightly different.
0: Yeah, so that's why I feel like that's pretty much the main difference with being an expat is that you come into this country. Is because you have that sort of like work piece. and it's usually mm. like it's not like some like blue collar work. It's like white, it's white collar. Color yeah, work. It's a, yeah, white collar work. Like, oh, I work for like top four or some well, shit like that. And like well, they sent yeah. me from the San Francisco office. Absolutely. To Indo, yeah. I'm here
2: to do a two a two year stint, no more, no less, mm-hmm. and I will go back home.
0: Uh huh. In my experience, um, and I I grew up very intimately with the expat community. Um, mm. usually they stay. Yeah, it's usually I would say like two years, four years. Five wow. years is like oh like that's yeah. generous, you know, yeah. and that's depending on like whether or not they love living here. Because I've met, I've met expats like they, uh, unfortunately, some of them like they do not enjoy living here, and so yeah. like their time runs out and they're like oh fuck yeah I get to leave, you know, yeah. you know. But for yeah. the majority of expats, like it, in my experience, it's always been like very sad and like you know people do love living here. Yeah,
2: people really love living in Jakarta. Mm-hmm. So I I have friends. One of my uh, ex bosses worked as the principal of an international school for 11 years here. Yeah. Um, And he moved to Singapore, and he used to tell wonderful stories about Jakarta. Right. And I'm living here now, and I'm trying to find the love for it. I'm like, okay, why did he love this place so much? Okay, I'm learning to love it. Uh Uh-huh. But before, let's say 2010, 2015, there used to be way more expats living here because of oil and gas used to be a lot more bigger Mm. industry. Mm Uh-huh. Um, and and things precedents got set about uh, accommodations right. apparently that's where the accommodation setup uh, got got where, where boules were asked to pay one year's rent up front mm-hmm. because they could afford it and companies were just like yeah here's your one year's rent yeah so that stemmed from those days of right. oil and gas companies and then and houses and flats would go oh boulets will pay a year upfront rent." cool yeah. that's the standard so that standard still exists today because of the oil and gas um, big days 10, yep. 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So when I got asked to pay one year upfront mm-hmm. rent, I was just like, "What?
1: What country does this?" Right. Yeah. This country. This country does one year upfront rent. Yep.
2: And so I said late, um, to the landlord, "I said, no, no, I'm not doing that. I'll give you three months, mm-hmm. then I'll give you another three months, and then I'll give you like I don't know, four months, and I'll I'll do it my way." Right. Because it is a renter's market. And,
1: and did, did, did they take that? She she agreed. Okay. Well, good. Oh, yeah, good Good for you. Because...
2: I'm paying a year up front. Like, what if, let's right. say, I break my leg and I have to go home or my mother dies or something crazy and I have to go home?
0: Yeah, not on wood, but yeah, yeah. Some
2: landlord might just go, you know what? I don't have to pay this guy. Sorry.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'll, t- I'll keep your money though.
0: Right, yeah. right, yeah.
2: No, I don't trust it. I don't trust it.
0: Uh, Indonesia and Thailand, the only places that like you've um,
1: lived in Southeast Asia?
2: Singapore, oh, right. Singapore Bangkok. Yeah and indonesia over 10 years mm, so right. when i when i when you talk about Boole privilege i've seen it right i've seen it at its worst i've uh-huh. seen it at its you know where it suits people yeah you know, yeah so where it that. doesn't suit people where it's you know it, it's at, at me as a a boule, but yeah. a blaster run as you call it right is that what you call it? yeah
0: oh. no and a lot of um a lot of terminologies to dissect here like for uh, all the people at home uh listening in on this uh, the term boule. I heard uh-huh. it
2: comes from the word boulevard. Because the Dutch used to live on the boulevard. And the locals would refer to the people living on the boulevard as the boulets.
1: Oh, eh, really? That, that
2: sounds like a decent enough that's story.
1: The, I
0: mean, no, I, I, that's compelling for sure. Yeah. But the contention, at least like, you know, growing up, like what I was hearing from my friends is because... The, um, the debate as to whether or not that term is derogatory. Oh. That it's a it's a slur used towards people like you.
2: Yeah. I think every Asian country has their foreign name.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. To describe white
2: yeah. people. But it's yeah. always started as a, a slur. It's always come historically from a slur, but now it's normalized. From a what? From a slur. So historically oh, the word... slur. The, it's always come from a point of derogatory. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But it's now become just a normal term. So yes. everyone's got one. Singapore's got Ang Mo.
1: Yeah. Thailand's
2: got Falun. Oh.
1: China's got
2: Gaijin. Mm-hmm. Japan's got... Maybe I'm getting confused with Japan and China. Well, I know Hong Kong is Gaijin. quite... Kualo. Kualo. Yeah, yeah, Hong Kong is Kualo. I think Japan is Gaijin. I think so.
0: Yeah, probably. That sounds more Japanese. But I'm
2: sure all those words have come from a place of resent, almost.
0: I mean, considering how a lot of white people, like...
2: Exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah, I exactly. know. Yeah, yeah, like, can you, you Colonialism
2: up. days.
1: You yeah. Know, that, that's like, probably where it came from.
0: Yeah, colonial, yeah, colonialism, invasion, all that. But, yeah, I mean, that was a contention um, of, like, I've met... Have you met those types of, like, white people? Gulek. I yeah. guess, like, let's just use that for, I guess, simplicity's sake, bule, because like, bule, white yeah. people. I don't take bule.
2: no offense to the word "bule." You don't take offense. no one. No one of my bule friends takes offense.
0: I've met bule's that take offense to oh, it. Oh, have you? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. That straight up go like, I don't appreciate you calling me that.
2: I, my comment section has someone saying, Damien, you've got to educate Indonesians to not call us bule's. I'm like, yeah, see, yeah, see, yeah, that's yeah, that's a small percent. That's a small like a cent? yeah, it's a five percent. Yeah,
0: but of course they exist out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah boule. Bule is definitely one. And um yeah. and the other one that you were saying, Blasteran, blasteran. that's also also very highly contested because yeah. again because similarly to how like oh, it has a negative like derogatory connotation to it. Does it? Cuz Bukannya yeah. Blasteran means mix.
2: Blasteran means mix.
0: I swear I had this conversation. Uh, that's why I wish, you know what you guys, for all the people listening at home, Katie was supposed to be in this episode sadly she couldn't make it. But me and Katie, we were having this conversation how like, I think a lot of us, like for, I I don't know if it's like an international school type of thing, but like the word blasteran, like for some reason we were kind of always taught at least like the way like a lot of us, I guess like felt towards it was that Mm -hmm. it it had like a dirty meaning to it because I think it came from the history of, and this is very relevant to you, how the term, correct me if I'm wrong, Peter, but like blasteran, right? Historically, it was always mixed with white. Or just like the concept of like being mixed race has always been very taboo and stigmatized in Indonesia. But yeah. a lot of the times, those mixed marriages, like you see mixed marriages usually happening amongst Asian women with white men. Yeah. You know what I mean? But because culturally, like for the longest time, it was always viewed from, from this very taboo lens, like from this very stigmatized lens. So the term anak blasteran, mm-hmm. so a, bla- a mixed kid. Yeah,
1: mixed kid, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, because it's taboo. Yeah there's like a negative connotation to it okay and so yeah me and katie we were having this conversation about how yeah that's why like a lot of us like we i guess growing up we perceive or we were told somewhere along the line that you know it's oh don't say that yeah. it's it's not pc it gets it's a slur
2: really I, listen i've only lived in your country for two years but uh-huh um, but,
0: I mean, but shit, like I grew up in like the most whitewashed yeah. fucking system, and so it's like we're we're really like we're no better so i I'm asking Peter huh
1: it's in the dictionary
0: it means yeah, blah, it yeah English, right, but English I, English but English. I think but there is but but it is also true that mixed mixed race marriages in Indonesia has always been very taboo,
2: yeah, definitely more so than than how I've seen things in Singapore and Thailand, yeah. I think here there's a big more crossover with the cultures and the religions that, that grab right. a bit more like, hey, are you sure? Right. Um, my my perception here is probably mm-hmm. the blaster run uh, would have been a lot more taboo, maybe in the the, the Dutch colonization days. Mm-hmm. I think now, like it's it, it's almost isn't isn't a lot of people, a lot of girls want. You know, white-looking babies, Western-more-looking features. Is, the, is this a, uh, an element of your society that's, ooh, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't mind having the Western features in my childhood. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, you we're going to talk all about that. because yeah. it, I mean, and it's very relevant to you because, I mean, and congratulations, you, know, you recently just got married. <laughs> I did.
1: I mean, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And yes, for all the people at home watching, yes, to an Indonesian woman. It's yes.
2: A full-blooded Indonesian woman. So right. our children will be a quarter bule my a, maths is correct. Why well, okay. a half plus a full. So if I'm half Asian...
1: You're uh, half Asian?
2: Yeah. yeah, my dad's Malaysian. Yeah. That's right. That's
1: <laughs>
2: nice. What, what nice. the hell? What <laughs> do you, oh. you... honestly think I had no Asian in me? You think I just well,
1: had... Well, I thought was all
0: white. <laughs> <laughs> he does not look half Asian. You,
2: I look like a, I'm a straight-up blaster-run.
1: Half-Asian.
2: You think so? Mm-hmm. Damn straight! I look half Asian. You are trying to tell me I don't look half Asian? Okay. You are.
0: Not ah, because you I- think I'm just a
2: white guy with tan skin.
0: <laughs> I've seen those. I've seen those. No, okay. I don't.
2: Listen. The thing is, the thing is, I grew up in a white world.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I never had an Asian girlfriend. I, yeah. I, I was not. I was just the most unAsian Asian kid ever. Right. So okay. my vibe is very white.
0: But, were your friends calling you the Asian kid?
2: Yeah, I was the Asian kid.
0: Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> this? Oh my God. Yeah. I No, I literally like, I, and I've <laughs> met, like for other people watching, I, I've met Damien before. Yeah. Like, I didn't know you were half Asian. I thought you were yeah. just like, oh wait. My, my last
2: name is who? H-O-O. Yeah, no,
0: I know your last name is who, but I, I didn't, like I didn't. <laughs> that's not, not a white person's the, name. The, 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 right, yeah. You would be like, like Damien Smith or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, Ah,
1: hmm, hmm.
0: I'm actually speechless right now. Wow! <laughs> yeah. oh.
2: So my actual ethnicities: my dad is Malaysian Chinese, mixed Malay Malaysian, right. Right. and I, I've done a, I've done a test, mm-hmm. a twenty-three and Me.
1: Of course, you, you know, have
2: test. I've done the spit <laughs> test, and they give you the, your genetic output. Of course, you. Have. I am one quarter like Malay-Indonesian-Thai blood mix. I'm one quarter Chinese mm-hmm. and I'm 50% Irish.
0: Just, you know, off <laughs> a, a limb here, like did that yeah. influence your decision to come live in these areas, like Thailand, Singapore, Indonesia? No,
2: not, not in all. any way.
0: Oh, how'd you end up like in Thailand? I was, Indonesia, listen, Singapore? I was
2: in my early to mid-twenties in Sydney. Yeah. I'd never been to Asia. Mm-hmm. I have I've, I've spent all my formative educational years, my first years working in white Australia. Yep. Yeah and um i thought you know well, let's go to bangkok and live with my ex-girlfriend at the time <laughs> let's do let's do something real boole and go live and teach english in bangkok now see
0: that's some white people shit that's some, that's, white, people that's shit. some white people shit that's a white people shit because like asian parents you think my mama would be, <laughs> you think my mom would let me do that bro uh-huh. no.
2: mid 20s like your age you're 26 right yeah i'm
0: 26 yes
2: yeah, so when i was 26 I just went to my girlfriend at the time. We should just get out of here. pack uh, back.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, hell no. I, I'm 26, <laughs> bitch. Let me tell you. I still live under my mama's roof. Yeah. I do shit her way. Yeah. I got a curfew. I got to let that bitch know where I'm at. Yes. Like, yeah. and, oh, no, fam. Not me.
2: Yeah, no, no. This is this is boule independence mm. world. Think it.
0: Right, and right. My,
2: my mom just goes, oh, okay, Damien. That sounds like an interesting idea.
0: Your mama white? Yeah, she's white. Yeah, that's why. She's, me, me and peter are like that's fine yeah
2: but my dad's asian he's the far more protective one he's like hey what are you gonna do you're yeah, gonna uh, get no work
0: that, that <laughs> that's asian yep that's asian. That's asian
1: but he does right
2: that there. out of he does that because i don't know about your mom yeah but in a way she just wants you around right she just wants you in her life right no.
0: <laughs> debatable <laughs> debatable sure for your yeah let's say maybe, maybe. see
2: my dad doesn't do it, he doesn't do it out of control he does it out of love because he just wants me in the
1: hometown I like, would love to
0: it. believe that my mother does it out of love as well okay I would love to believe that let's like, for a moment <laughs> let's just indulge that thought but you know what's very interesting like with um, mixed kids I, yeah, oh my gosh okay you're mixed yeah. no I grew up with mixed kids like half Indonesian half white kids like mm. my whole life okay what's interesting yeah, you, you y- y'all come in like a plethora of like like flavors and like Slavons. variants no as yeah. in like because i've seen like like some of my white half white half uh indonesian friends uh-huh. they some of them they t- take on more of like the indonesian gene yeah you know what i mean like they're a lot more indonesian presenting and then like there's the complete opposite i have this one um half white half indonesian guy friend looks like just the whitest man you'll ever see and then yeah. it t- turns out oh like no I, my mama's indonesian i'm like
1: what yeah yeah.
0: And, like, you just, you can't tell. Like, y'all come in, like, a variety. It's of like course, how look. the,
1: the looks
2: are so, uh-huh. you can tell a half Asian guy yeah. or girl. and It's like, okay, here are half Asian. Uh-huh. What's your mix? You uh-huh. know, are you, like, a Korean-American? Are you, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, Australian-Malaysian?
1: Right, right.
2: Um, who's that famous guy in uh, the F- Crazy Rich Asians? Oh. The half. The, 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 Henry the, Golding? Henry Golding.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: He's British-Malaysian.
0: Right, but he but looks he, yeah. more... Yeah, but he looks more yeah. Asian. Like, I could not even tell that he was half white. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he, Vanessa uh, Vanessa Hudgens from High School Musical.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. She's half
0: Filipino. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's half Filipino. Okay, but her, I can tell. You couldn't tell? Yeah, see, yeah. I, I also, it's just, like, people's perception, I guess. Like, I guess, like, you know, Peter could tell looking at you that you're not fully white, but I thought you was half white. Like, that's how you present to me. Yeah. I guess, which is, like, very interesting.
2: Interesting. Well, I mean... Th- this is the difference. We all look basically the same. Right. You know? We all look no like the the, the Blasteron world. Yeah. We, we've got a bit of Asian, we got a bit of white. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, but culturally, mm-hmm. who we are are yeah. all the differences. Right? Where did you grow up? Okay. See, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. If you were a Blasteron kid who grew up in Jakarta, you're gonna be treated like a Blasteron kid that grew up in Jakarta, and you're gonna get everything that goes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas I'm a blustering kid that grew up in Australia and there's no advantage to that. There's no like, ooh, there's no taboo. Right. It's just like, oh yeah, he's, he's mixed, but I grew up in a white world.
0: Oh, so that's, but, oh, okay. But this makes it so much yeah. more interesting. So like, you know, you grew up in like white Australia, like yeah. you being the Asian kid because like you're the half, well, you're probably like one of the minorities yeah. of being like, you know, the half white, half Asian kid. yeah. yeah. Did that ever serve as a disadvantage to you?
2: Um possibly
0: crassly put were they racist
2: in a way i remember i'm not getting racial abuse so my brother's 10 years older and he grew up in in i guess a darker times of racism in the 80s i mean yeah yeah so 80s australia was far more like outwardly racist if he's playing sport someone's on the sideline saying you
1: know
2: go back to to japan china whatever just just being racist Yeah. yeah out Outwardly racist. Yeah. I grew up in the nineties and the two thousands. I think maybe it was far more, maybe more of a microaggression thing, possibly. Like, like what? Like I don't know. Maybe things like maybe didn't get picked for a team or see. I don't. You don't that's really know discrimination.
1: If they
0: didn't pick you because you're Asian, that's no, straight I, up discrimination.
2: No, I, see, see, I don't know. I don't know the racism. The only racism I got, I remember. Was when I was in high school and someone told me, "Hey, your green card is up. Time to go home." Has like a racial get out of my country vibe. Oh shit. And that was get this. It was in the middle of it was the middle of a double period of English. Uh-huh. And then at the end of that first period, I was fired up. I was like fourteen at the time. I was like, who is that a fucking kid." Yeah. And then one of my mates was going, "You should punch him, man. You should hit him. He mm-hmm. deserves it." And I was like, "Right, yeah, he deserve <laughs> yeah. it." So at that break in in the double period, I got him in the corner. I just went like. What you say, mate? What you say? And smashed you in the
0: guts. You know, yeah. You know what? I normally I don't don't violence, but that one I approve. But that one I approve. Oh, it's such a funny thing. And then, yeah. and then you know, now it's like then you switch worlds, right? Like you went from going from like the Western world to the Eastern world, yeah. where now you come over here yeah. to our territory. Now you're
1: yeah.
0: allegedly, um, uh, you know, uh, allegedly you're reaping all the benefits of being white presenting. Cause over here, yeah, that's yeah. so interesting. Cause in Australia, like people be looking at him like, "Oh no, he's not. You're not white."
2: Yeah, no, no, no. You
0: know, but then over here, no, definitely people are looking at Australia's you
2: like you're white. multicultural now. Yeah. Now it doesn't matter. But the nineties, I, I was definitely an outlier, especially in Brisbane in a white Catholic Catholic school world. Mm-hmm. You know, there's six Asians and a thousand white boys basically.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And the difference. See, see, all the Asians at my school were the academics. No surprise. Were you? No. No, this is a funny story. This is the funny story. There was a guy at my school who had the same last name as me. Who? H-O-O. Also Malaysian? He wasn't related to me, though. So get this. There's a who in Brisbane that we weren't related. Uh Uh-huh. We're at the same high school.
0: No, back at, back in high school, there was also, um, these two siblings. No, they're related, but I'm not related to them, but like our last name is Gunawan.
2: Okay. Well, Goodwin's a popular name. Yeah, it's
0: very generic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. (laughs) Who
2: in the white world of Brisbane is like, you must be related. Ah, yeah. Because there was six whos in the whole of Brisbane.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Problem was, though, he was the smartest kid in the school. He was the ducks. Best at maths, best at physics, best at everything. Um, The funniest thing, he left the school, I was still at school, and and one of the teachers was speaking to my parents saying, Mm. "Um, he's doing okay in maths, but he's nothing like his brother. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh,
2: uh, and, and uh, my, mom, my mom was like who brother
1: oh no uh, we, we're
2: not related to that guy he's just had the same last name as me.
0: but oh man nothing yeah. more asian than people be comparing you to your siblings that is like the most yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's yeah, so no, not
2: academic very very middle of the level
1: right, right.
2: but the difference is and in, in australia sport is king right so right. i was very always a sporty guy I always. Mm-hmm. Cricket and rugby and basketball. Of course, you're sports. in rugby.
1: Every freaking Australian. Yeah, yeah.
2: So for me to get clout mm. was through sport, mm. and no one saw race after that. They mm. just saw, oh, he's good at sport. Doesn't matter if he's Asian. He's he's a weapon. You know, he does all these things. Right. Yeah. Whereas Asians would just get stereotyped. If you weren't good at sport, it's like, oh yeah, he's, sport. he's mm. a math guy or he's a computer guy.
0: Mm-hmm. Whereas over here, I feel like it's almost like, unfortunately, the complete opposite where it's like, if you're the white kid, mm. that's all they see you for. It's like, oh, the white kid. Yeah. And it's either for better or for worse. But usually, you know, at least in my experience growing up, and like from what I've seen and what from what I've heard, it's always for the better. Yeah. It just, you know, from my, like honestly, like I'm, I'm speaking truthfully, like from my perspective growing up, so, I guess for all the people, I'm sure you're bringing in like some of your followers like uh, tuning in, into this episode and like they're probably not familiar with me.
1: Mm-hmm. But like
0: I grew up in the international school system. So, there were a lot of like, you know, we want to talk about white kids. I grew up surrounded by white kids. Yeah. Right? Like full, full white kids, Blasteran kids like you, like mm-hmm. half white, half Indonesian. Does Blasteran only refer to half white, half Indo? No, right? It's just like even like it could be like half Chinese, half Indonesian. Oh. Okay. And like I could be a Blasteran kid. But that's very interesting because a lot of people Whenever you say the word "blasteran," they immediately like the default is to think half white, half Indonesian.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I guess default.
0: that's the, but that's not even the most popular combination. I feel.
2: Really. No. What's a more popular combination? Than Chinese like, Indonesian. Oh, Chinese Indonesian. Okay, well that's a that's another kettle of yeah. that's
1: that's fish.
2: Chindo. Well, you're a chindo. You're not a blasteran.
1: You're a chindo.
0: No, but then a blasteran means yeah. that you're a mixed, like if you're mixed ethnicities or mixed race. Yeah. So maybe because it's not it's not mixed ethnicity, it's mixed race. no, but we are different races. Mm-hmm. I that's oh
1: god.
2: I think for me, very, every everywhere I've lived in with the, the blaster on Singapore and Thailand, it's always for the for the white and Asian.
0: Yeah, race. yeah, yeah. Because it's heralded yeah, in this the, part of the world. The
2: Asian Asian mix is you're just an Asian.
0: No, yeah, and that's what I'm telling you, is that, you know, growing up like me? Yeah, like in the international school system, surrounded by all these white kids,
1: yeah.
0: just was definitely like in my experience. And like, I want to give a disclaimer that you know, just today, like, hey man, it's been years since I've been in high school. Okay, so like, maybe, maybe things have changed. I don't know what it's like over there, mm-hmm. right? I'm saying like from back in my time, there was definitely a little bit of a racial element to it, determined at, at, like when it comes to determining popularity.
1: Okay.
0: Where where you know this is complete disclaimer from my point of view it's always the half white half indonesian kids Mm -hmm. or just like any like it doesn't have to be like for example half white half chinese for example it doesn't have to be indonesian but just any like half white kid or Mm -hmm. white kid Mm -hmm. and immediately they were like the popular kids right but i feel like maybe you know what like to give you know the my classmates grace because i don't want to get shit on by them either like Mm. i don't think people were directly i don't think people were Actively thinking upon it from a racial point of view, mm. but I think it might have just been like implied type of a thing.
2: I think your society is pushing the agenda mm-hmm. that Run and boule is desired and hot. Like I agree. look at your marketing.
1: Yep, I agree.
2: Look at the marketing. Look at look at who's on the pinups and the billboards for anything to do with I don't know, smoking beauty. beauty. Um, I mean look mm-hmm. look your latest bachelor is a blaster on as well. The guy who who's the Bachelor in Indonesia, Rich, Richard Ooh. Kyle his name is. Oh, um, I don't keep up with that. But but any time I look at a billboard mm-hmm. and it's promoting elegance, sophistication, uh masculinity,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's always a boole or an Indonesian half blaster on or 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 a boule and they've made him try to look
1: more Indonesian.
0: Mm-hmm. Or an Indonesian but then, you know, she got some work done to make her give like to give her more Eurocentric features. True. True. That's too yeah, no, because whiteness has always been has always been heralded in this part of the world. Yeah, I mean, it's
2: it's it's a marketing ploy by the, mm-hmm. the companies because they know it works. Mm-hmm. I never see a straight up and down Indonesian dude on a billboard promoting right. masculinity. Right. It's always a boule or a blaster run.
1: Right. Yeah, I know.
0: Exactly. And that's what I feel like was going on maybe like back in high school where it's like, you know, nobody was actively thinking of it from a racial point of view, but it's just because of the society that we all grew up in mm-hmm. and being in this part of the world where, especially I feel like all of these like white kids or like, you know, half white kids, there is... I don't want to believe that it's true. That's why I wish Katie was here because I really wanted to ask Katie this. Hmm. But these half-white kids, like they feel that they're better than everybody else just because they're, they're half-white. Being,
2: they're being told that they're idealized. They're, mm-hmm. they're being told that they're the top of the food chain. Yeah. By society, the acting, the TV presenter mm-hmm. world is... Right. You know, like white-skinned right. white-preferring.
0: And that's why you get a lot of these... Even like all the way... Oh, my God. We've seen the... Um, the, the trend of all these problematic white tourists coming to Indonesia. Hmm. I'm sure you're keeping up with that
1: one. Yes. I've
0: been seeing that since high school. Like, all of these entitled, spoiled white kids hmm. that, you know, they go to schools like, you know, like all the like top international schools, here, you know, uni- hmm. whichever ones. And, yeah, no, they're entitled. They walk around this place, like, speaking English. They don't want to learn Indonesian. And they just expect that all of these local Indonesians that they would just give them their way hmm. simply because they're white or simply because they're half white and simply hmm. because they speak English. Like, I've seen that growing
2: up yeah and the thing is when you come from the Western world and I speak as a as a Westerner, yeah, for an American or a Brit or an Aussie, if you come here in your formative years, your teenage childhood years mm-hmm. suddenly your reality is like oh i'm I'm rich, people mm-hmm. are looking up to me right I've got maids, I've got drivers mm-hmm. I've got my rich dad who's earning a bucket load, and I'm the product of that, like uh-huh. it can really really mess up your function of normality.
0: Right, yeah, no. It, and it gives you an overinflated ego too. Definitely, right? Uh but then also I want to like add on to your point about that stereotype that you first we started this episode with mm. uh um the stereotype that oh, if you white here in Indonesia like you rich, you're balling, mm. right? Mm. I feel like let's dissect that a little bit, right? Because there is an element of truth in there whereby yes the the truth is like if you are white not necessarily just because you're half white like you have that blood in it but it's usually because a lot of white people here are like even like half white people that they come here Mm -hmm. they come here because they're part of a company like that sponsors them like to be here right and they're paying them a foreigner wage and just by proxy of that like inherently just from that they're automatically richer than. The average local, yeah,
1: definitely, right.
0: So there is some truth there, but I feel like a lot of local Indonesians they have this overblown sort of expectation. Like it's kind of they're 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 imagining it a little bit too big. Like they think, you know what I mean? Like they think that white people in Indonesia are so much richer than they actually are co- um, comparatively. That's do, what that's do, what I do. Think.
2: You think um, they think white people are richer than? than even the rich indonesians because
0: white people are richer than the richer indonesians Actually, the, yeah that one that might be that one might be interesting like for all the people listening in on this yeah. like if you want to leave a comment i don't know right but then because i don't
2: think so like rich and there's there's rich white people here and uh-huh. then there's the rich and then,
0: then there's like the rich locals th- the
2: crazy rich indonesian world is on another planet
0: exactly yeah. exactly no so that that's what i'm talking about is like this a lot of local indonesians like they have this like fantasy of like oh white people they're so rich but then it's like you know they're not as in reality white people are actually not as rich as they think
2: yeah they're not the equivalent of rich indonesia exactly
1: here
0: can i ask have has it have has have you ever had it happen to you where like a local walks up to you and asks to take a picture with you just because you're white
1: yeah
2: yeah that's a common thing
0: i've heard it's a common thing but i just i thought like by now like does it still happen now um not in jakarta for sure it's like you gotta go to like
2: no 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 definitely i traveled from surabaya to to jakarta over four months Uh in a car so like and i've been to flores i've been to sumatra i've been to Kalimantan. i've been around
1: yeah and yeah
2: people just want random photos with me even before i was like youtube or instagram you know
1: Uh uh-huh yeah just because you're people just
2: wanted oh i'd like a photo with this guy he's not from around here right that's cool
0: right so i want to get your opinion of basically just you know coming over here what what's been your opinion of coming over here to a society where you know that just be that where you are heralded just solely because of your race like how do you feel about that like how does that how does that make you
1: feel well,
2: I am conscious that I stand out. Mm-hmm. I'm not Indonesian and everywhere I walk, I'm conscious that I'm just not invisible mm-hmm. and anonymous. Right. Uh, also, I create content and people recognize me sometimes. So So right. you, you're conscious that like, okay... I'm a boule who's recognized on social media. It's always like, right. okay, I'm on show. Anything could happen at any time.
0: Right. But it's also mm. because like you can't distinguish huh, between, like, are they just there now because they recognize me on the internet or is it because
1: I'm white, right? It's-
2: oh, well, now it's always internet related. Right. It's not like, oh, I want a random photo with a, with this white guy. I mean, right. the and thing is, I, I've been around with, obviously, I'm not even that white. Yeah. I've, I've traveled with white girls with blonde hair and yeah. they're just another level of... They don't have to be YouTube famous. They're mm-hmm. just white with blonde. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, I need a photo with that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but me, how do I feel about it? Uh, I, I don't feel bad about it. I mean, sometimes, you know, it, it can suit you, mm-hmm. it can suit the way you want to live. Maybe. maybe you get treated a bit nicer at restaurants. And I know there's a bit of a problem at the moment in Bali where a lot of Javanese say they get treated less than the boule. So the Javanese will go to Bali for their holiday mm-hmm. and the Balinese waitstaff will, will treat the boule up here and mm-hmm. they will treat the Chikardins and the Javanese here because they're like, oh, you know, they're not going to tip so much or I don't know, I don't, I don't know, they're going to buy so much. I don't, I don't know what the reason why. Right. But there's there's always been a fight back from Javanese saying, treat us just as good as you treat boules. Mm-hmm. So,
1: or
0: probably it's not just the Javanese. It's probably like every other Indonesian, every other Indonesian, every non-white person going to Bali is demanding that we get treated just as good. Yeah. Just as good as how you're
1: treating white people. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I, and I think why, why does that happen in the first place? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Are the the white people spending more? Are they tipping more? Mm -hmm. Are they more smiley? I don't know why. Mm -hmm. When I think of a Jakarta and it comes to Bali, they're going to spend money as well.
1: Right. 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 Right.
2: I've got a few friends who are managers of bars in Bali, and they say that Jakartans spend money, but they don't drink as much. Mm -hmm. So the Western tourists like to buy a lot more drinks, so that's where the money comes from. Mm -hmm. Often Jakartans will buy, and then they will sit on that product for a few hours and not continue to buy. Right. So they're not making as much money. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Like, you know...
0: I I I leave some room there to consider that it's probably not a race, not straightforwardly a racial thing, but it's you know has a lot more to do with like probably social economics. Yeah. 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 Possibly. People don't understand that every privilege has a time and place where they apply and don't apply. How do you feel about that? When we we're talking about white privilege, mm. is it always a privilege to be white in Indonesia? Always. I'm sure the benefits. But, uh, way I, would,
2: I would probably say 90% of the time. What's so the
0: was that 10% for you?
2: 10% is...
0: Getting
1: scammed?
2: Probably getting picked on by police. and. Huh? Really? Well, police can spot a boule on a bike or, you
1: know... Well, yeah, but... I mean, oh, that's
2: interesting. I never, thing, I, never
0: heard, I never heard about that one. Well, the
2: thing is, like, obviously, there's been uproar about bar, motorbike riders in Bali. Yeah. And wearing helmets and all that. And, like, if you're boule, and... Mm-hmm. Even if you are wearing a helmet, they'll mm-hmm. often pull you over to say, hey, you got an international license. Or, you know, right. Often police will find a reason to pull you over. I mean, my friend, she's she's a white New York banker. She got pulled over by the Uber police and she didn't have a license mm-hmm. and she was wearing a helmet. Mm-hmm. Oh, no license. That's a fine. That's 1.2 Juta. Oy. And she thinks, oh, that's 100 US dollars. That's not too bad. She goes to the ATM, gets 1.2 Juta and gives it to the policeman. You know that that's reverse Boule privilege. That's uh-huh. we got you because you're boulet. We know you're probably going to pay.
1: Right. We're
2: going to put pressure on you to pay 1.2 juda. Right. Whereas an Indonesian, a, might not even get pulled over. Mm-hmm. B might just pay 100,000
1: rupiah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, I definitely.
2: Um Boule price exists. You know that's why I was telling you before. Like you go to. You you go to Borobudur, for mm-hmm. example, in Jogjakarta. Bule price is three hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it three hundred fifty thousand? Wait, wait, wait. No, I I can't remember the exact figures. But mm-hmm. local price is eight times cheaper. Mm. Bule price is eight times more. And people will argue, say, well, you come from Bule countries to our country, you should pay the the fee, and locals, you know, should pay the lower fee because you know they're economically aren't earning as much as you. find. I'm I'm okay with. That. Mm-hmm. Paying a bit more, but eight times more is exorbitant.
1: Right. And
0: it's also just it's not even about whether or not you can afford it, like even if you can afford it, but it's the ethics of it. Yeah. You know, it's just it's not nice feeling like
2: Boule price, hagabule. I'm always going up as joking, I'll go hey, mm-hmm. say Tedak Mau buy a hugabule eh? Ha ha. Mao you know. I'm mm-hmm. always do you
1: and, and,
0: you know, I'm obviously prior prior to her being your wife, she was your girlfriend, like, the, you know, having mm. that local partner, like it gives you that layer of prote- protection.
1: Yeah.
2: Any heat, I just let her handle it. <laughs> any lower price, it's like, yeah, you can, you, you do your local thing. Mm. Um, you do your
1: local thing. But the thing is, I've been
2: battling against Asia market sellers and hagglers for 10 years, 15 years. You know, mm. Bangkok, Singapore, Malaysia, everywhere I've traveled. Mm-hmm. It's a game. It's a game to me because I can save a bit of money here if I use my use my words right,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And,
2: and and then I lose as well. I lose the game as well. Mm-hmm. But I like I like winning the game because it's like, yes. I won the game. Yeah, it's all the game. Everyone's just trying to make more money off you. Everyone's trying to upsell you, sell you a piece of art on the beach for five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. where it probably should be only two
1: hundred
0: thousand. I want to talk about the whole um, white man asian woman dynamics and right yeah
2: well it's far more common than the the white girl asian man dynamic
0: Uh uh-huh right and we're and and we're not about to have a conversation as to why like that's an entire fucking like social like social cultural discourse that's probably fitted for another episode because otherwise we'll be here fucking forever (laughs) but i mean it would have been interesting. Like, have your wife on here just like to get her perspective. She's of, like, not a how- great talker. That's uh-huh. why
2: we're wonderful. I'm the talker. She doesn't talk so much. We're like yin and yang. It's a great mix.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, that's very interesting. Uh, do you guys? How's her English? Because you're her English is
2: fantastic. She can understand me really, really well. Uh-huh. And like most non-natives in, in Asia, you write well, you read well, you listen well, mm-hmm. but your speaking is the part yep. that is not quite on
0: point. Right, yeah. That's also been, actually, I mean, a little bit off topic, but that's been my experience coming back here to Jakarta where it was like, I was surprised. I, I feel like maybe you felt the same way as well. Mm. Um, I was surprised by just how much more people can actually understand me here
1: yeah speaking
0: in English and then I started realizing exactly what you said people here they can understand English they can read they can they can listen Yeah, like Peter's pointing at himself they can read they can listen they can understand when it comes to speaking, they
2: haven't yeah.
1: practiced that skill yet. Yeah, like, like yeah.
2: finding boulé people to speak all the time with is the challenge. Yeah. Unless you're online, you know, speaking English all the time, you're not practicing. Yeah. But yeah. you are on Netflix and YouTube listening all the time. Exactly. You're listening to songs, you're reading the books.
0: Right, you're going to you know easy. movie theaters, all English. Yeah.
2: It's more common than not to mm-hmm. be not a great speaker of English here. As a local. Mm-hmm. But still, I'm very happy with the levels of English in this town.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Particularly when I was living in Bali during the pandemic, lots of Jakartans would be living in Bali. I'd be like, wow, Ewing. these Jakartans speak English amazingly.
1: Yeah. I'm impressed. Right.
2: Damn straight. Better than Bangkok. Not as good as Singapore and Malaysia, but yeah. I, was, yeah. I was very impressed with, with English. Yeah, yeah, no.
0: Peter's also... Uh, both Peter and Damien, they've lived in uh, Bangkok, Thailand before, yeah. so... Yeah.
2: yeah like the english over there is not great oh no no it's nothing no like
0: <laughs> no peter's like oh my god no No, yeah yeah interesting interesting um
2: and your accent is far more listenable like a Jakarta english accent i i like listening to that mm-hmm. whereas I, I will be a little it's not racist but i'm right. when i hear singlish and manglish like the malaysian the, and the it's singlish, i'm just like oh it's thicker for sure no yeah. thanks my yeah. you prefer an Indonesian English.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: Interesting. But it, yeah. But right. what you're, you're saying about, like...
0: Your wife, your you partner. Know.
2: Yeah, my partner. She says a few things to me that surprise me. Okay. She says things that are like, oh, now that I have a boule partner, I can not dress so conservatively. Society will understand that I'm showing my midriff or wearing short shorts because I'm with a boule. So they understand that. Mm-hmm. That's so. Hmm, so that's she doesn't dress. She doesn't. She's not so showy in Jakarta. In Bali, yeah. she's like shorts and bellies and singlets and everything.
0: Yeah, but that's
2: Bali. That's Bali. Yeah. Everyone does that. Yeah. But here in Jakarta, she she wears more modesty, but she still shows a bit of skin. And she says to me, "Oh, I can act like this now and dress like this because I have a boule partner." Society says, "Oh, that's expected of me. It's okay that she does that."
1: Ah. Uh, I-
0: uh, okay now i understand because the part of oh it's expected of me anyway might as well just do it yeah
2: yeah she can get away with it if she was with an indonesian man she wouldn't be dressing like that because yeah. she started to be like you can't dress like that with an indonesian yeah. what the hell
0: right in a way hmm. it it, it okay. in a way i guess that's one of the freedoms that you also provide her it's just kind of like the liberty of yeah. i guess being free it's and it's always aim towards the women
1: mm. it's
0: never at the men it's always at the women of like oh yeah. if she's an indonesian woman especially if it's a brown-skinned native indonesian uh, woman right with a white man it's like oh she's a whore and yeah. she's oh, and she's only using him for, and she's for, so,
1: money, yeah. for
0: money yeah because she's so poor she can't dig, dig herself out of poverty
2: well dig herself out of poverty see, see we're looking at social dynamics that are very difficult as well mm-hmm. you're looking at a country that doesn't provide enough quality education for its masses yep so how do that how do they get ahead if, if an australian working class woman doesn't get quality education mm-hmm. she can still get a loan to go to university she can still get into good education she can, she can still make it for herself
1: right but here what are your what are
2: your options if you're born working class with poor education right you really fight to the top somehow
0: right and you know so, what? I'm I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it so real. Like I don't know how controversial this is, but if I was in their shoes and like I had my ticket out of here and like literally standing yeah. right there and he's willing, yeah. I don't believe I don't fucking
1: blame you. If
2: him. you're a, a goddess Dessa uh-huh. who's like Huh? Goddess Desa.
1: Yo
2: Goddess <laughs> Dessa <laughs> Am I saying it wrong
1: Goddess <laughs> Dessa.
2: But like you got an opportunity to go to Bali and you're 22, you're 23, you're pretty.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You didn't get the best education at school. You could really land a... Right. You could really hunt that boule. Right. And there's a lot of boule hunters all over Jakarta and Bali.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Knowing that if they land the right boule, it could set them up for life. Mm-hmm. And that's fact. That's fact. Yeah, yeah. You know, So like, I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. I blame the society that's constructed this. So yeah. society then looks at it, you know middle class indonesia you mm-hmm. know my my wife will look at some of these girls and go oh there's a bully hunter I'm like oh yeah i you can spot bully hunters because often i don't know they have a, a look a dress sense uh uh an, a, an amount of hair amount of makeup and wait vision. sorry
0: wait sorry what are bully hunters well like they legit like oh no so are you talking about so, so, you're talking about I guess, like in my head, it's like the opposite of passport girls, which is what I wanna to talk to you about, okay, uh, pa- well, like bully hunters are the Asian, the Asian girls that specifically my agenda is I want a white man,
2: well, it's sometimes not so obvious, but yeah the 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 NBA, for, I mean,
0: pretty much like
1: they're yeah, one,
2: yeah, they're putting themselves in positions where you know they want a to white, attract man. white man and. And you know what? The Bule Hunter, I believe, has a wide spectrum. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get working class goddesses who are, I know a Bule man is going to... Maybe they've had a kid already. And society in Indonesia says, ooh, Indonesian men don't want women who've already had kids. Mm -hmm. But the Western man might reach out to that. And Mm -hmm. that's true.
1: The Western man's
2: still... You're still in it with a Western man. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But
2: stereotypically, an Asian man's going to go, yeah, no, you've had a kid next. Mm -hmm. So... Um and we are talking stereotypes so deal with us uh, generalizations generalizations yeah and, and um so that happens mm-hmm. but then you got a, the other end of the spectrum where right. you've got the girl who's well educated who, who who earns money but maybe she studied in america for 3 years and she's mm-hmm. just got western tastes. Right. She's dated western men. She's like, "Well, I don't really like the the way Asian or Indonesian men treat me. I don't like the patriarchy. I don't like the culture. I like the way that the the, the western man has dated me. That I'm more attracted to that."
1: Now. Mm.
0: Sounds very so- sounds uh sounds very reminiscent of somebody.
2: Really? Mm. Is that person in this podcast?
0: Mm. (laughs) I've never... Nah.
2: I mean, for you, you have gone overseas. Yeah. Surely you've dated Indonesians before you went overseas?
0: Actually, no. No? Okay. Yeah. Wow,
2: that's interesting.
0: No, but let's just assume yes.
2: Okay. (laughs) Okay, so now that you went to the States, you studied, you saw the world, and then you came back, has your taste in men differentiated?
0: It's more so oh okay I was not expecting this conversation late at night. Um <laughs> it's it's more so I have I've always I've made this clear. I don't got nothing against Chindo men or even Indonesian men. Chindo men and Indonesian men just don't like me.
1: Oh. They don't yeah. even they
0: don't even swing my way so why would I bother?
2: You don't fit the prototype. I don't, I don't the...
0: fit. I'm not Oh my god, what did my friend Karen say? She said like I'm not I'm I'm not very like yeah what's that chinese word very lihua i'm not i'm not very lihua like i'm not i'm not no, no, I'm not your quintessential asian girl i'm not your quintessential asian girl so a lot of asian men just don't come swimming my way yeah
2: you aren't yeah you're, you're you're opinionated you're brash you're gonna stand up and like yeah. Be be wild and free spirited, and free. You know. Yeah. That that's not
0: exactly an
2: Asian woman prototype. For yeah,
0: that. It, yeah, exactly. So that's literally the only reason why I've never dated Asian is just because they don't want me. That's it.
2: Well, what about like maybe the the Asians from overseas, you know, oh, the them, West, then, yeah. Western educated Asians are far more into you. Well,
0: right? oh gosh, we're gonna be talking about this. Actually, like back in at least like my own experience, like in LA and specifically like yeah in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, them Asian Asian American men, they always want the white girls. They always want the white girls. They never... I, I've had Asian American men come my way, but it's very rare. The uh, Most of the men that hit on me, black American, Latino American. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Uh, okay, because keeping it real, yellow fever is deep, runs deep in those fucking hoods. Damn straight.
2: Asians yeah. are the most... Asian girls are the most popular things on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Where Asian men are the least popular.
0: And, yeah, and that, there's an entire... There's it's an entire... There's another podcast. Yeah, no, that's an entirely, like, different discourse already, but that ties into yeah. what I want to talk to you about, also, like, the passport bro phenomenon. Ah, uh,
1: yeah, Yeah, I, yep, I know yep. you're
0: familiar with that one. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, and for all the people that are not familiar with, like, passport bros, uh, Peter, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but passport bros is basically, like... And obviously, like, making it clear, like, I'm not dissing you, right? Because obviously, you kind of, like... At least superficially, you fit this... Like, you, fit, you t- check all the boxes, mm. but a passport bro is... You know, like, all those white men that come to Southeast Asian countries looking for a wife just because, like, back where they're from, like, you know, they're part of the Western world that they can't pull bitches and so they come over here to Southeast Asia to you know, get with Asian women because they know they're conscious of the fact that they're coming here. They're reaping the benefits of the fact that, oh, I'm white. And just by virtue of that, I'm immediately higher up on the beauty and like, you know, market pedestal compared to all of these like other Asians. And it's very easy for me to pull Asian bitches over mm. here and they'll just immediately want to throw themselves at me and marry me. And I have it easy over here. So I'm going to come here. Yeah,
1: it's, it's true. It
2: exists. Um, But you got to look at also the spectrum.
0: Oh, yes, of course. It's such a broad generalization. Like this topic of like, passport bros yeah
2: there's 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 passport bros who are on on, on an end of spectrum who are like yeah mm-hmm. i hate all these white girls i've dated they hate me so i'm gonna get revenge and go to asia and right i'm gonna find some girl that i can boss around right and you know? see that
0: that one see that one i can empathize with because i'm also on the same boat of like it's just guys sometimes it really it do be your own people like your own people are sometimes like the ones that actually like are the ones that don't want you you know what i mean
1: yeah true
0: like within even like within the asian community i mean asian men they probably like especially like asian americans like they feel this where it's like you know asian men the reason why part of it the reason why they go after like white women or like black women or you know non-asian women is because they know they kind of just don't bother with the fact that most asian women just don't want them most Asian women are not looking their way. So that's similar with me and like with chindo men, right? It's like because yeah. chindo men are not looking my way. Why am I like trying to...
1: Why are you even bothering? Yeah, why am I even yeah.
0: bothering like when I can like, you know, go towards like black men and Latino men and yeah. I know like I have a higher chance with them.
2: Damn straight. Yeah, so they're, there's, they're you know, advanced. there's so
0: much like nuances in the exactly. conversation as well. I understand. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, the, the spectrum is long. Uh huh. You look at the 50-year-old divorcee. Yeah. He's still got a lot of love to give. Mm. But he's not going to find... Well, he will f- potentially find other 50-year-old divorcees. Mm-hmm. Or you could come to Asia and you could probably find a 30, 30-plus 30 girl who's still interested in you. Right. As in Asia, age don't matter like it does in the West. Mm-hmm. And that's fact. You you see 30-year-old women walking around with 50-year-old men all the time.
1: Right. I
0: will say with um, part of the passport bro discourse, like part of the conversation is also um, that a lot of these white men, they come to Asia... Uh, they come to Asian countries looking for Asian women. They want to marry Asian women. They want to reap the benefits of living in a society that, you know, uh, upholds white superiority. They want an Asian woman. They want, because they're thinking, okay, Asian woman, she's submissive. She's docile. She'll shut up. She'll let me do whatever I want. Mm. So they, they come here for all these like benefits. But, uh, you know, and then come the time they come over here, they marry her. They don't want to learn her language. They don't want to assimilate to her culture that's also part of it yeah sometimes yeah no and like i just i wanted to just throw it out there that that is part of the discourse and i don't know about you like if you've ever seen that here or like you know back in like thailand or singapore like if you've ever seen that play out me personally growing up keeping it real some of my some of my white teachers me and my classmates like we would kind of talk you know like behind the scenes and kind of be like some of these relationships where it's the dynamic of like a white man with a native Indonesian woman where the woman doesn't even speak a word of English and like the man doesn't even like speak a word of Indonesian and then it's like you know people yeah well people talk and it's like
2: you know what I dated a girl in Bangkok once and she didn't speak much English at all Uh and my Thai wasn't that good Um, but we had an incredible love language based on not speaking to each other And I really was fond of this girl, even though we couldn't have a conversation like this. She was from a little village in the north of Thailand, and I just adored her way, her mannerisms, Um, how she would, you know, just be so wonderfully unique to me. And and, and this was, I guess, I'd just been dating white girls for my whole life, and I I got to Bangkok, I was like, oh, my God, these Asian girls are unique.
1: Mm -hmm. There's like, you
2: know, she's she's ma- making my flat tidy and she's uh not 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 loving her because of that but just all these unique little vibes about about dating her and and mm-hmm. and i fell in love with the the way not so much the communication and the chat and the the dinner dates and all that it was just uh-huh. the the chemistry
1: uh-huh. so
2: sometimes the language of love for for the western man doesn't need to be so you know conversational or intelligent it can be just compatible like softness and a sweet chemistry between each other is enough to suffice the two so a lot of western men just come across here and realize the sweetness and kindness they can get from asian women which is real Mm -hmm. it's definitely true right is enough to suffice their love and 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 them Mm -hmm. giving love to the asian women and then and the asian women giving it back is the cycle and that's all you need sometimes
0: oh i i i I agree it it doesn't have to be like rose petals on the floor with like candle lights or whatever but then i guess i'm just of a very different part of it maybe too i mean like let's state the obvious like you and i are definitely from like different generations yeah that you know that's definitely one uh but i'm just i'm i'm of a different opinion where it's like i think it might just also be like because it's my me as a person like and this is just my personality where it's like if your relationship if you can't even communicate it's like (laughs) what i mean yeah the sex might be great you know but it's like I mean, that's also what I have with like some of my fuck buddies. I'm not gonna lie; <laughs> like, the sex was great, but we we're not we're not talking much.
2: Yeah, I will admit, throughout relationships I've had with non-native English speakers, mm-hmm. I've had relationships with Spanish girls, Thai girls that had poor English, and after about two or three months, you're like, okay, I can't get any deeper in this. I want to go deeper. I want right. to be. I want to have her understand me right. and be able to to and fro, and that's important to me as a communicator. I'm, right. I'm very communicative in a relationship. Right. So so they die off. But they're fun to begin with because I mean, they're, yeah, they're not based on amazing chats. They're based on this unique language of love. Mm. And I think that's a very attractive thing for the Western man to come across here and have these like, oh, my God, I'm so enamored with these girls. We're not even talking about intelligent stuff. What's going on?
0: Uh-huh. But that love language, I, I I find it, and like you can you can see how like especially like in this generation where it's like you were talking about the love language, and then you were like, oh, it's like the way that she you know does the little things for me, like you know tidying up like my 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 crib and all of that type of stuff. Where it's like that's given very like what people like these days. I'm not calling it misogynistic, but then like mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people might listen to that and be like, that's a little bit. Well, the thing is, I ex- so I,
2: I experienced say. it with a Singaporean girlfriend uh-huh. a few years ago, my first ever Singaporean girlfriend, and she she filled up the water bottle and put it next to my bed when I slept at night.
0: I will say no, I, and as an as, as an Asian woman, mm-hmm. you know, I I will say I think Asians culturally, like no matter if you're a man or a woman, and like you know, Peter, like let me know what you think as an Asian man, but it's like mm-hmm. Asians, I think culturally, like our the love language that we mostly default to is acts of service. Right? Because you think of even like our parents, like the Asian parents, words of affirmation is not it. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. For of affirmation. Yeah. Words of
0: affirmation
2: is- a abuse.
0: <laughs> but no, 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 no bitch, I keep telling people, my mama, words of affirmation? No, it's like words of degradation yeah. when it comes to Asian parents. Yeah. Like Asian parents, they do not give you that, I love you, you're so smart, you're so talented. None of that. Mm. Right? They don't, what, physical touch? No. Peter's dad has never hugged him. <laughs> You know, yeah, please. no, Pe- yeah, no. Peter's dad whips the shit out of him. No, oh. but and what else? Words of affirmation? No. Physical yeah. touch? No. But it's usually it's gift giving and it's acts of service. service. Yeah. What's the one
1: I'm missing? Food. Uh, <laughs> I have food.
0: Yes, food. food. The yeah. a, the Asian love language. I feel like it's food it, because, like, you think about our mm. parents. Like my mom. She and I, we get into a huge fight. We're throwing shit at each other. And we're like calling each other slurs and shit, mm. you know, slamming doors and shit. And a few moments later, she comes into my room and she's like, you know, I know she doesn't. Say, my mom has never said sorry. My okay. mom, no. Like, Your dad's Asian. You should know this. Like you, you, Asian parents, like they never say true, sorry.
2: True, true. He, he doesn't say sorry much. Right, too. see? Yeah, yeah, but,
0: yeah, but I know my mom's Sorry because she comes rolling in with fucking oranges and she cut it up for me she's like yeah oh okay. yeah or she
1: brings you amazing. your favorite food
0: yeah sure she brings me my favorite food you know or she offers yeah. like okay what do you want for dinner tomorrow i'll cook it for you
1: okay, i had this like so one heated debate
0: with my mom we're, like crying and shit and everything but uh, mm. immediately like we calm down and the first thing she asked me what do you want me to cook for you tomorrow
1: yeah.
0: cuz she don't know how to say sorry but she knows how to say uh, imply that she's sorry
1: yeah. through
0: that you know, so I do, I, I see, I see where the you are coming from as well. So.
2: See, I've, I've, I've been to the, all the worlds, you know, I've dated uh-huh. Western girls where I was far more acts of service uh-huh. and attentive. I, I played more of the, okay, you're my princess, you're my queen. I will be the one who looks after you, and prince, knight in shining armor and save the day sort of guy.
1: Yeah. You know? Literally Um, white knight. And then that
2: happened for a bunch of years. And then we broke up and then I dated a local girl. And I was like, oh, my God, she's treating me like a king. What is going on here? I'm not used to this. Uh I'm used to treating you like the queen. Uh-huh. And suddenly, I'm being treated like right. water bottles and all this niceties. I'm like, wow. I,
0: but I wanna, I, I wanna give it to you bluntly. Like, but you know, part of that, like, yeah, it's great on your end. But then you do realize, like, why the reason why a lot of Asian girls are programmed that way is because mm-hmm. we live in such a deep patriarchal, miso- like, low key misogynistic society, mm-hmm. and you're reaping the benefits of that.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm so, not
0: calling you out. Like, I'm not trying to pick a fight with you, bro. I'm just yeah, like, I'm I know, I know, I know
1: you. Bluntly, not, I, I, I know, and then.
2: If that's, that's the, the case, if that's the case, then I like to. I like to
1: mm-hmm.
2: bring uh, a medium to that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't want to be the complete benefactor of that and an abuser. Mm-hmm. I want to say, okay, that's lovely,
1: mm-hmm. and I'm going
2: to give back. If you're going to give give me the love, I'm going to give you back with all the love language I can possibly give. Right. But I am going to exude you. Hey, you know, like mm-hmm. w- we need to. Build other elements of the, of the relationship rather than just active service. We want to build different love languages.
0: Right. And I would also, you know, I would, I would love to believe, like, I mean, especially for you, because like, I consider you my friend, but then it's also Mm. just like in general, like most of these white men and like, yeah, you are, you know, perhaps, yeah, reaping the benefits of all of these Asian women that, you know, have, you know, drowned neck deep in Asian patriarchal societal norms and ideals. Mm. But. I would love to believe that y'all are also bringing something worthwhile to the table in exchange you know for yeah, what she gives
2: it's, right it, It's a very common thing, like especially in Singapore, you know the uh-huh. white man and the Asian girl is just the is a prototype relationship it's so common uh-huh. so that is normal, and I'm sure there's different parties that are bringing different things to the table. Yeah. I will say this though, yeah. is you know you get different men in different stages of your life. You know, I'm older. I'm more settled. When 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 I was less older and less and more unsettled, you know, there's ratbags. And was I a ratbag? Probably, I was a ratbag. Like there's
0: oh yeah, no, I was straight up a whore. oh no i'm 26 right now i am much and i'm on less testosterone because i've started taking estrogen pills like my followers like y'all would know about that 26 now i am like i'm at a place where i'm like i want to you know i start i'm starting to like want more serious like long-lasting committed relationship when i was 21 i was fucking like men left and right
2: okay but you're you're a 26 year old woman which Uh is like a 32 year old man sometimes because maturity wise you right, know, yeah. women mature yeah. quicker right, right, right. the 26 year old man who first comes to asia
0: that slut.
2: just goes like <laughs> no they
0: go like Boo!
2: they just go whoa yeah. i'm a star so if you're yeah. a seven out of ten you are nine out of ten here yeah and you are taking advantage of that you are bumble tinder matching like crazy uh, God, and like you are crushing else. it yep you know what i mean and oh, that, yeah. that is fact so, do they abuse the system? Is it abuse of the system or is it just like, okay, I'm popular now, I'm going to uh-huh. take advantage of it?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I I I also get it, right? Because I also often think of like the alternate universe of like, you know, what if I go to a society where suddenly like Asian women is like the shit, you know? And like I get all these perks for yeah. just simply being an Asian woman and then it's like, but then I I but at the same time acknowledging that that system exists because I am, you know, it's built off of the backs of like dis- like disenfranchised
1: people. Yeah. Right? And
2: fetishism. Uh,
0: and, oh, so much fetishism, right? Like you, yeah, I mean, yeah. You
2: won't. You could go back to America. America loves you. American men would be falling over their feet for you.
0: You know what? I, I, you know, to put it crassly, like in my experience, it's been actually white men. They didn't really gravitate towards me. I don't know if it's me. Like it's probably like a me thing, and like maybe I'm just not as attractive compared to other Asian women, or maybe I'm not their flavor Asian women. I don't know. Hmm. but it, in my experience it's been like oh my god black men and Latino men they come flocking to me like flies yeah. like they, they just they just come my way I don't even gotta try I sit there yeah. suddenly a black man comes yeah. a Latino man he but starts la- speaking listen, Spanish
2: listen Latino world is another world like, oh I, I, yeah you know they're aggressive
0: yeah yeah I
2: traveled cent- Central America right I know and, what's going and, on. and
0: then you know so black men and Latino men are very popular like with them uh, white men uh, very hitter very hitter miss. but I always get like all the fucking like creepy ass white men bro like i never get like the hot chads back then when i wanted the hot chads to fuck like i always get like the fucking 43 year old like who's probably like cheating with his wife right now you you know what i mean and then when i get eight and then asians asian americans were like the rarity for me like i can count in one hand like how many asian american men i've had like You know things with
1: yeah.
0: You know, so I mean, you know, me going back to America. I mean, I I guess it depends on where I am. Yeah, I guess it depends. Like, I'm not gonna do so well. Where do
2: you get more success in the dating world, here or America?
0: Oh my God, definitely America. Over here, most men they stay away from me.
2: Even the expat men. Oh no,
0: the expat men love me
1: (laughs) (laughs) here.
0: The last guy that made me cry when I was with Peter expat
1: yeah Uh, yeah
0: black american man from yeah but yeah yeah no we were not talking about this. Hold on, what were we talking so about? On the podcast, it's
1: on, <laughs>
2: edit it, keep it in.
0: No, nah, no, nah, we're keeping everything in. But um, <laughs> no, but all right. No, because I was like thinking like in an alternate reality where it's like mm. if I go somewhere where like Asian women are just the shit, not even just like on the dating market because obviously in some places around the world, I'm popular with, like, for the mm. dating market, but mm. there's never been a time where it's like Asian women, like we have everything handed to us this, to the same level that white people mm. like have come in like to, you know, the non-Western world, right? So yeah. I'm thinking of like, If that exists for me, like if that system exists for me, even if that system is built upon injustice,
1: Mm.
0: it's like, okay, but what can I do? Like as just an individual person, like let's just keep it real, right? It's like, I I also, I don't blame white people that come here and take advantage of a system that was built for them, even if it is, you know, at the detriment of people like me, but... It's just because that's just the system and then it's, they're only just one individual. What are they going to do? I also just, I understand.
2: Yeah. I mean, on the other hand of that, a lot of white girls come here and struggle to date here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> white girls struggle to date in Asian towns. I mean, right. Because their, their pool of dating uh-huh. just got smaller.
0: Right. But is it because, to put it crassly, is it because no Asian men want them? I don't think that's the case. I feel like it's because these white women are the ones that don't want to get with Asian men
2: generally. Not always, but generally.
0: Generally. I'm not, yeah, generalizations so, in this so episode. So
2: the, the, the pool for them just got smaller because they're interested in the white man. So is the local girl.
1: Yep. Yep. So
2: suddenly the competition is like, whoa, white men can have the local girl and the expert woman. Yep. Because we're the ones that are desired. Which right. gives the man more choice. Yep. And the white woman's got less choice because they're, they're battling in the expert pool. Right. Now, trust me, I've seen it in Singapore, I haven't lived here long enough in Jakarta but i probably maybe it's the same but mm-hmm. um,
1: generally
0: yeah
2: girl, girls can white girls can still find boyfriends here for sure mm-hmm. but it's it's if you ask any white girl over the years I've lived in Asia, they have like, yeah, dating is harder. It's it's hard to find a man that's serious, that wants me, that that won't just go ah, stuff this. I'm gonna find a local Asian girl instead.
0: Right, because also with a lot of local Asian men here, like when they think of a white girl, they just think, oh, like oh, she's a quick fuck. Like she's willing to like have free sex with me, and like that's possibly. it.
1: Possibly,
2: but then you know, like white girls. May are usually attracted to people who are taller than them and bigger and Asian men usually are that as tall. That is also and a factor. That's a factor. It, yeah. Plus, plus it's 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 language as well. Like the love language for the white man and the Asian woman doesn't need to be based so much on like uh, communication. Com- communication. It can be just like oh she's a hot thing. Yeah, you know, that that can be a very manly thing whereas maybe the white woman wants more depth. Before she starts giving it away so much. Whereas the white man, we don't usually need that much depth to give it away. You know, let's be honest.
1: Yeah, no, that's just a man thing.
2: It's a man thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's why y'all stick your dicks in shit that, like, in holes that don't even breathe.
2: Men are men. men.
0: Uh, Somebody had this question. I really, I want you to answer this. Sure. To what extent are there white people here in this country that have a white superiority mindset? that they're in some ways better than the locals here. We kind of touched upon it, but, I mean, I definitely have touched upon it. Like, what about, like, in your experience, have you came across those white expats here where they're just blatantly, and, like, you can tell, like, maybe they're not so overtly direct about it, but you can just tell, like, through the ways that they behave or, like, some of the shit that comes out of their mouth that they're of that mentality.
2: Yeah, I've seen that in Asia for 10 years. In Southeast Asia, I've seen that, you know. Basically, a lot of it is to do with the world. To do with the world they're living in. They they live in an all white world. They work in an all white world. Mm-hmm. They don't really relate to the, the locals, other than people in wait service or waiters or, or cleaners. Or, mm-hmm. you know. So they probably just have an ignorance about it, mm-hmm. and then they're not willing to learn, and they're ignorant about it, and they just come across as aloof and above everything. Mm-hmm. So they they don't they don't want to learn languages or speak to people on on a simple level. I remember I was I was in Singapore once and I was speaking to a bartender. I was really nice to the bartender because that's just who I was. I was like treating the bartender like a human who was serving me. Uh-huh. My white friend next to me was like, wow, you're so nice to these people sometimes. I'm like, what do you mean? This is just, I was like, wow, they're just weight stuff. I was like, yeah, but like, you know, they're doing a good job for us. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I've, I've definitely had moments where I've been, you know, out of my, out of my, uh, you know, badly behaved in Asia Mm -hmm. and and maybe that's due to do with my behaviors in public or how drunk I got yeah but you know like you said before young men especially when they get alcohol fueled with a few egos can can really start to treat people differently sometimes yeah it brings
1: out the worst in them
2: yeah yeah and in a society where there's not so much ramification Mm -hmm. in a society that doesn't really call you out so much to your face yeah like the Western world, Mm -hmm. you can learn to realize you can get away with things here and like, Mm -hmm. if you keep doing it and no one's stopping you, then why stop Mm -hmm. some of these guys think like that? Mm -hmm. On the other end of the coin, I've met so many wonderful people who are really embedded in learning about Indonesia. Mm -hmm. They respect it. A lot of online creators that I know are really pro-Indonesia and really love the country. Yeah. A lot of people I, I work with or have worked with are, have indonesian wives and they're very you know embedded in the country right
1: right
2: so i i see so much love i've seen the stereotypes of of hate i've seen them i've seen them i've seen the best and worst yeah no doubt about it
0: right yeah and i do want i i do want to put it out there that obviously i think like white people living in southeast asia kind of have a bad rep especially these days especially Recently, with like all those like bad white tourist videos that's been coming out of Bali,
1: yeah.
0: Um But and I, I just I think what I want to tell people is also that don't let just one, two, three, four bad apples that you see floating around on social media Please paint don't. your entire perception of all white people like living yeah. in
1: Indonesia as well. Because yeah, yeah, yeah that's I, so important.
0: Yeah, and I, I also. You know just because i've come across like a few bad apples of like you know white men taking advantage of indonesian women like for you know for all these benefits and you know all of that on the flip side of that i've also yeah i've met a lot of the white men like they come here to indonesia with genuine you know good intentions and like mm-hmm. you know they genuinely they love this country they're very passionate about this country they're yep. passionate about learning about the culture and the language and yeah no indonesian language is hard i'm sure like you know that learning indonesian is very hard i've been i've also been there bro right mm. and and don't laugh at me you <laughs> oh you're getting fired for that one Peter. i'm kidding but but um you, you know i i i've met a lot of the white men who come here too who's like yeah, my Indonesia's not great and it's really hard, but I'm trying, you know? So,
1: yeah, yeah just.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that point you make about badly behaved Boules representing a, a strong minority or even a majority or yeah. a strong minority, whatever. Uh-huh. It's not. It's a very, it's a small minority that are very loud.
0: Yeah, it's always the case, right? Of yeah. The loud minority. It's a loud,
2: small minority. And of course, in our social media world, someone's always filming things and someone's always posting
0: the other day i saw this meme on indonesian was it you did you post that on your story peter the uh the meme on indonesian internet where it's like oh. you know, like like the the weapon the uh uh the weapon of our generation now mm-hmm. is literally a cell phone and i'll make you viral yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's 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 very true
2: yeah that, that's a sad way of society now people often won't even say to you that you're doing something wrong they'll just film you and try to get you viral.
1: yep you know
2: what happened to oi can you shut up this is pissing everyone off mm-hmm. to Oh, this guy's being loud and obnoxious oh well, yeah can well, well part it? of
0: that i'm sure you know indonesian society is not confrontational and so they'll talk shit behind your back
2: <laughs> absolutely it's a non-confrontational society i believe it's an incredibly passive aggressive society as oh well. oh
0: Oh, the most passive-aggressive. Mm. Oh, me and Peter, we will talk Absolutely. all about that.
2: And, and that's because of the way society is set up here with non-confrontation and not speaking up so much. Yeah. People just do it another way. hmm Online, you're the worst netizens in, out of 30 countries.
1: hmm
2: What do you want from us that we're not doing as best we could?
1: Uh, uh, improve your
0: Indonesian. <laughs> Straight up, no, no, no. Because I, I am so sorry. And look, I sympathize. Saya
2: tidak ada bahasa Indonesia
0: You know what? I think you have good knowledge. The pronunciation has a lot of work.
2: Saya ada accent karena Australian accent saya is impossible untuk saya to get rid of. Uh huh. I'm uh-huh. just uh-huh. Australian uh-huh. accent for everything.
1: I'm just. If if
2: Klaus said. Coba, betura, coba 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 bitcher bahasa Indonesia dengan and accent Indonesia. I feel race, racist cuz I'm trying to speak like an Asian.
0: You know what? This is a safe space. Try. I'll try. Okay. Ya, pun.
2: Look. No. Nama saya Damian. Saya dari Australia dan saya dari <coughs> Saya suka datang ke
1: Itu lokal. Itu lokal, Mbak. Itu Bali. Eh, coba lagi. Ooh.
2: Ketika saya, tinggal di Bali, ketika saya tinggal di Bali, saya suka makanan babi, babi guling setiap hari di rumah makan babi guling. Uh, dan kadang-kadang... Oh ya, ya,
0: ya. I'm trying yeah. to just
2: speak what I think is an Indonesian accent.
0: Bro, you know what? I'm gonna be so for real. That is so much better. No shit. That's so much... No. I hate
2: speaking like that
0: why I mean, it's so
2: unnatural to to try to speak asian
0: well maybe a to you it's unnatural thing. just because it's not your natural accent but that's actually like like you know comprehension no no no, no. i mean like peter no. lona like let me like comprehension wise i understood that so much easier really? compared to like when my you're
2: Aussi, talking,
0: my in, yeah, compared to your saya bicara coba, my <laughs> <like>, God, <guys>, I <laughs> get bra, goodness desa, I'm like,
2: garis desa,
0: and oh my God, and y'all were y'all were dragging me through the mud because I say terong terong to masih lebih gampang
2: diingetin. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what's like when you say Oh. <laughs>
2: Well, rencana saya, rencana untuk saya, is bicaar lebih, bicaar lebih bagus bahasa Indonesia anambulan depan.
1: So, anabul?
2: Alan, sure. anabulan. Oh ya. Yeah. <laughs> bulan Alan Bulan lagi oh saya nak bicaar bahasa Indonesia like bagus banget, oh bagus, my. mantap, mantul. Oh my god, mant, mantul. Oh my god, I heard anabul anabul means anak bulu, your Anabulu.
0: fur baby. Oh. Yeah. I heard I'm not I was like, wait, Actually, yeah, I do need to
2: practice my accent.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that is right. Probably like the the one thing you know what, y'all white Indonesians living here in Indonesia, y'all would do yourself so much service if y'all would literally just drop the white. I'm okay. You know what? Hey, I'm, w- I'm... What's
2: wrong with Terry Macassi? Hey, eh? Terry McCassie.
0: Okay, you know what, Terry McCassie? Terry McCassie. Okay, you know what, Terry McCassie? Like, that one's memeable, so I fuck with it. But everything <laughs> else is like, y'all would do yourself such service if y'all would just like, maybe put in more effort to drop the white accent. Hey, you know what? I've been
1: there. You know Dude,
2: what? I'm in the 10%. I know I'm in the 10% of, of white speakers in this country. What do the you top mean? top 10%. Like-
1: I think grammatically, like, like, like yeah. vocabulary. In
2: terms of speaking, I'm definitely in the top 10% because 90% of us aren't speaking uh, uh, that much.
0: I love how you're blaming it on your Australian accent because I'm just over here wondering, like, what does Joe sound like? Because he's American. He
2: speaks a lot. His accent's a lot better. And he's lived here for 12 years.
0: Okay. so Okay. So, yeah. His accent's
2: has, a lot better than mine. Like,
0: oh, yeah. Joe's not. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe's not But this bad. is the
2: thing. This is the thing. I never grew up listening to American- Indonesian TV or music. So my ears aren't trained for it. I can put on an American accent, a Mexican accent. So when I speak Spanish, I'm fine. I I
0: want to hear you speaking an American accent because you can't even say water.
2: Water? You think I can't speak like an American? I grew up watching Beverly Hills 90210. Oh um, Do you know that show? Uh, it's massive back when I was a kid in the 90s.
0: Oh you oh you country
2: bumpkin. Oh you want me to speak like I'm from the South. <laughs> oh, oh I can do that like a Matthew McConaughey guy on a farm with a gun looking after my ranch. I can do that any day all day. I'm because we listen to american movies and american music oh yeah 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 no
0: and i feel like a lot of people like whenever they try to do not a caricature but like they try to do an imitation of the american accent like everybody by default is like howdy
2: well yeah you can 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 go south because that's easy to like really get into yeah
0: no because the twang is yeah no no i'm not saying like the southern american accent is like that's the easiest to do but
2: but if i try to do an indonesian accent a i think i'm racist (laughs) i'm just trying to act asian
0: can you do can you do the california white valley girl Uh,
1: (laughs) oh what's that oh my god peter what
2: oh my god like like oh my gosh like seriously you're gonna like come into my life and do that to me you're such an (laughs) asshole i don't know is that is that i think that's sydney eastern suburbs
0: i mean you sound like the quintessential west hollywood gay man but yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) that could be me
0: well actually no, hold on, do that again, bro.
2: Probably not. No, the gay man is. Um, I mean, seriously, bitch, did yeah. you just say that to me? Yeah,
1: yeah. I yeah. mean,
2: like, I I go to UCLA, and like, UCLA is the university in, you in-, in oh no, my accent's getting bad now. It's mixing <laughs> with British because I can do a British accent pretty strong, you know. What I mean, uh-huh. if I really want to try speaking like a Britishman from East London, <laughs> I can do that Cockney, you know, sound as Cockney. a bound accent. Um. I can do I could also speak the Queen's English if you really want me to speak with a prim and proper accent.
0: I'm not gonna lie though, the Queen the, the Queens English one, like that one definitely sounds worse.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I haven't tried that for a while.
0: Yeah. My Bit. my California. I don't know, a lot of people say my Californian like Valley Girl accent is not that great.
2: Well, it's already my, an American accent.
0: Well no, but you know the Californian Valley Girl accent, like it's got that like no, you gotta sound like Kim Kardashian. No, hold on, yeah I like, literally, like I literally, I just, I don't even understand, like, why she would say that to me.
1: Oh, that accent. That, yeah, that no,
0: I, like, I,
2: I I don't do it. I can't. I can't. Like, it's too. It's
0: with, the vo- it's with the vocal. It's with the vocal
1: fry even as well. Why?
0: knowing like you have to talk with the, that, ho- the that yeah voice. yeah yeah that voice that yeah, no, voice i
1: don't do it like I, you I, I have
0: to you know. like you and you have to say like a lot like like, like this totally. and it comes with the vocal fry and also the thing like when i was living in california like the thing that really exasperated me mm. was that people talk so slow because you know you normally i talk like this yeah but in california they it was, speak like that yeah it's pretty much yeah, I would say, like, without it being too over-exaggerated, like, this mm. is sort of, like, the normal, like, what you would normally hear, like, day-to-day, especially in, like, Los Angeles. Yeah. Interesting. I don't even sound like myself.
2: <laughs> you don't. You sound like... Was that a good? Peter? Yeah, was that good? That was a, that was a spot on. Was that was good? Okay, okay, okay.
0: like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four years of living in fucking LA, Damn like, paid off. I can't do Australian
1: for shit.
2: Try it.
0: Cooking shrimp on the bar, babe. <laughs> I can't. No, I can't. Australian's hard. Australian is really, yeah, is really hard. hard. Kiwi accent. Can you do the Kiwi accent?
2: The choice is Bru. Huh? Dick.
0: Yeah, d- yeah, that's so right. You said
2: dick. A-, A is E. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, six spend six less,
2: is sucks.
0: Spend less time with dickheads.
2: Yeah, dickheads. <laughs> dickheads. But
0: he, he was saying their kids.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of that kiwis just literally take vowels and make different sounds with vowels
0: ah uh, so, yeah, yeah. So it's
2: an it's ah uh, air yeah
0: know. no but my no but my favorite accent of all time you know what it is scottish oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my god S- i love Scottish is a great accent if you can love, understand it
0: i love the scottish and irish oh my god the irish i love
1: it's I love, a beautiful <laughs> accent it's a beautiful irish. accent I love, I love
0: uh, back in high school one of one of our teachers like they're from glasgow scotland
1: glasgow. Glasgow,
0: that's from... a thick accent yes and i loved it and i would oh my god gerald mccarthy i'm so sorry <laughs>
2: that's a good accent yeah
0: thank you it's thank you right. but gerald gerald if you're watching this i'm so sorry and
2: gerald his name was his name,
0: gerald, Ger- gerald mccarthy
2: the, the the movie star gerald butler he's funny
0: I guess that's a very common name in yeah but I used good. to pester Mister Mister McCarthy. Like I would go up to him all the time and say, "Mister Mister Mac- McCarthy, can you say this in your Scottish accent?" I would. Oh my god! And and I had another one. My biology my biology teacher, Mister Seamus O'Hanlon. Sh- Seamus, No, that's an Irish ass name. Uh, yeah, Irish. yeah, yeah. No, oh my god! I oh god, oh my god! I used to do the same thing to him. I like, cause he had like yeah an Irish accent I will come up to him all the time and be like Mr. Heather, can you say this can you say this I felt this man wanting to expel me and for damn good reasons I understand I was so annoyed oh my god how you old were you huh
2: how old were you 15 alright you just wanted to be funny accent. and
0: I just I just I love their accent so much. I wanted to hear them say everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, but it was like so annoying. And then I was like, and then years later, I was like,
1: was that microaggressive? I was like, I'm so sorry.
0: you know, because imagine if a white person was doing that like to a Thai person. Yeah,
2: this yeah, this is the thing. Like, you can be racist to certain. You can do that to a race that's oppressed you, but yes. you can't. You can't be an oppressed. You can't do that to a race that's being oppressed,
0: right? Now you, as a white man, yeah. the oppressor.
2: Yeah, I find you... it bad. I find it hard to do Chinese accents without someone going like, "Oh, that's racist."
0: Oh, right. Yeah. whereas
2: a Chinese person doing an American accent? It's like
0: no, like, but you, as a white man, like you as like the oppressor race. You know what? What? How do you feel about that?
1: Um, or are you
0: are you like yeah? No, I see that. That's fair. Or are you like yeah? No, that's bullshit.
2: I mean, I, I think there's. It's fair because white colonization throughout the world has always been an oppressive institution. Mm. So we deserve to be able to be ridiculed sometimes about mm. Damn So fair. someone wants to do a British or an American or a Australian accent. Yeah, mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah, yeah. We, we deserve it. Whereas we shouldn't be able to do local accents like we mm-hmm. we would be very be very racist for an australian to do an aboriginal accent
0: right because i mean uh, you know think you know all you got to think about the historical context yeah, of like what people totally were doing that yeah. right yeah apparently a lot of people don't know this that like 90 percent of the world was colonized by it colonized and or invaded by the british
2: 90 percent. 90
0: percent. i guess that's if you take into consideration invasion as well because you know the british invaded indonesia but they didn't yeah. colonize.
2: Okay, so. Eh, in did terms they? Of countries.
0: they? did not colonize, but they invaded.
2: They did Yeah, Br- Britain really have gone everywhere. You, yeah,
0: spreading their fucking whiteness. <laughs> yeah. Point being, just I, I i appreciate you being here so late at night, especially. Bring it in. Head bring it
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You're whiter than me, look. Yeah. Yeah. That's You're cool. the white girl in this conversation. <laughs> Look at that.
0: That's colorist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, oh my you
2: goodness. thought I was a straight up 100% white guy. You thought there was no Asian in this mix. What the hell? I, that, that's colorist.
0: Uh, you want to know how many white people I know? They go to Sephora buying the self-tanners.
2: Oh, right. Do they? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, white people. White. Are you talking think it's... girls or guys? <laughs> guys are buying tanning tan cream here, yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. and it's not. I mean, white people can tan.
2: Mm, can they? Well, can they? Not all of us. The, the the Irish and the English struggle.
0: I've seen I've seen fully white people tan. <laughs> you, I thought you were one of them.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why is that? That's not so. I tell you, you're
2: right. It? You're right. My bum cheek is white.
0: Oh my god. Okay.
2: <laughs> My butt cheek is one. We,
0: we did not have to know that. Anyways, you guys, that is it for this episode. <laughs> Be sure to like, comment, and fucking subscribe, you cunts. His is down below. Y'all know where to find him. And uh I definitely I wanna make a series talk, like I wanna continue this series for um talking about white privilege with like other white, half white, whatever
1: yeah. guests. So stay tuned for that one. Yes. So bye bye. Okay.